What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Wilkinson. Uh, and today, I'm solo. Um, reason for this is going to be because we're going to try something new today. Uh, obviously, my Sooners have gone through a little rough patch, so I'm going to have to address the back-to-back loss allegations. Let's let's just jump right into it. Yes, my Oklahoma Sooners are coming off back-to-back losses to inferior con- conference opponents. Did I think this team would struggle and find its footing? Yes, I did. Did I predict them to win the conference and go undefeated? Also, yes. I'll go more in-depth to the issues that the Sooners have faced this season later, but uh, this is just a few things I've felt so far. Uh, defensively, Sooners have been disastrous in their attempt to stop the run, being torn to bits on the ground by Adrian Martinez and Max Duggins, both quarterbacks. Martinez rushed for nearly 150 yards on the ground and four touchdowns. Duggins had 116 and two TDs, respectively. Is it the scheme? Is it the personnel? Is it the coaching? I think it can be a little bit of all three. Uh, A lot of times coaches will come in and employ a scheme um, and have the players adjust and uh, fit to the scheme. Brent Venables coming from Clemson in the ACC. The scheme might have been effective playing that style of football uh, in the ACC, but it might not translate to a Big 12 style of play. The saying goes, time heals all wounds. I'm nowhere near pressing the panic button on the Sooners and Venables uh, just yet, but improvements defensively is much needed. Offensively, the Sooners have gone from a different system uh, than than you might be used to in years past. Offensive coordinator Jeff Levy has implemented a much quicker and up-tempo offense. Like everything, this offense has its positive and negatives. The positives go like this. More up-tempo gives you more of an opportunity to capitalize on defensive mistakes and miscues. Up-tempo is a double-edged sword, however, because we've seen so many unforced penalties. Whether it's false start or alignment issues, the Sooners have looked sloppy at some points in this season. Uh, It feels like a lack of consistency between the run and pass game as well, uh, which has caused a lot of third and longs. The Sooners have a 39% third down conversion rate. That ranks them 61st nationally. That's something that just needs to be improved. I've seen a lot of third and sevens, third and tens, things of that nature, and that just comes down to passing the ball more off uh, in earlier downs. Overall, it's been a team effort to improve the season. Players, staff, coaches all need to be better the rest of this, the way to build towards uh, future successes. But it's not time to panic on the Sooners. Better days are ahead. Now let's jump into our Red River shootout preview. The second Saturday in October. To some, that may not hold any meaning. But to those who bleed crimson and cream or burn orange, it's something that we look forward to since the second day of October from the year before. For the victor, it's a year of triumph, pride, and boosted ego. For those defeated, it's time to look in the mirror, reflect, and come back 364 days later better than before. There's arguably no bigger game in college football than this one. The one played across the Red River, in the midst of a state fair, between two rivals who have seemingly had bad blood since your great-grandpappy has been born. The Cotton Bowl is the stage. It's a 92,000-seat coliseum, built on history, tradition, passion, intensity, and pride. At 11 a.m., the players will walk down that dark tunnel, and what awaits them is something that they and any other college football player has never experienced before. What they are about to witness can only be described as a work of art. A canvas split right down the middle, crimson on one side, burnt orange on the other. The setting, a thing of beauty, flags will be planted, a cowboy hat to those crowned victorious. This is tradition versus legacy. Wilkinson and Switzer and Stoops, now Venables, versus Royal and Brown and Sarkeesian, 
Peterson and Sims, Mayfield and Bosworth, Roy Williams, Sam Bradford, versus Young and Campbell, McCoy, Earl Thomas, Ricky Williams, and Jamal Charles. A Schooner on a Prairie versus a Longhorn deep in the heart of Texas, Boomer Sooner versus Hook'em Horns. This is the second Saturday in October. This is the Red River Rivalry. This is OU Texas. Coming into this game, Oklahoma has a 3-2 record, looking to bounce back from consecutive losses, something I've mentioned earlier. The Sooners are attempting to stave off their third straight defeat. The last time the Sooners had three straight losses was in 1998. To put that into perspective, the current president at the time was Bill Clinton. John Madden was on the cover of Madden. And I wasn't even born yet. I would go far as to say that 90% of our roster wasn't even alive for that. To say it's been a while has been an understatement. The Sooners have looked absolutely abysmal on the defensive side of the ball, giving up the most yards per game in the Big 12 and giving up almost 200 yards on the ground. 198 on average for those keeping track at home. And they've given up 96 points in the last two games to conference opponents. Stopping the run will be a major factor in this game, as Texas's leading rusher, Bijan Robinson, has a 515 yards on the ground, eight touchdowns just in the five games alone this season. Offensively, the Sooners could be without their leader and quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, who is still in concussion protocols after an egregious hit by Jamoni Hodge, which led to a targeting penalty and the injection of Hodge. Gabriel hasn't looked as sharp at the last two games uh, after three complete performances in the three weeks before. Not having him in the lineup would be disastrous to the success of the Sooners. The next man up for the Sooners would be Davis Bevel, the junior transfer from West Virginia. Bevel went 7 of 16 for 50 yards in his replacement of Gabriel on Saturday's defeat to Texas Christian. A less than ideal performance in less than ideal circumstances, I'd say. The Sooners have heavily relied on their skill players like Eric Gray, wide receiver Marvin Mims, and tight end Braden Willis to carry the load if they want to be successful in this one. Texas comes into this game boasting a 3-2 record as well, uh, with losses coming to the hands of Alabama by 1 and Texas Tech by 3. The Longhorns have also been without their star quarterback, Quinn Ewers, who has suffered an injury uh, in their loss to Alabama. It's still uncertain whether he will be able to play. Uh, it's looking like Hudson Card will be back at the helm in the meantime. Card has been serviceable um, this season. Who is, he's passed for 923 yards on a 69% completion rate to go along with six touchdowns, one interceptions. The standout for the Longhorns are the aforementioned Bijan Robinson and wide receiver Xavier Worthy. Worthy last season against the Sooners had nine receptions, a career-high 261 total yards, and two touchdowns. Defensively, the Longhorns haven't been as bad as the Sooners this season. They have given up over 366 yards per game and 27 total points on average to Big 12 opponents. Not stellar numbers by any stretch of the imagination, but more consistent than the Sooners. Now, how do I see this one going? I'll say it's a Red River shootout. Both teams could be 5-0 or 0-5. When Texas and Oklahoma play, the record books can be thrown out the window. Texas has looked like the much better and well-rounded team, but the Sooners are going to be playing like they have nothing to lose. To quote the great Jimmy McGinty from the movie of The Replacements, Now Dallas has made a big mistake out there tonight. They haven't been afraid of you. And they should be. Because you have a powerful weapon working for you tonight. There is no tomorrow for you. And that makes you all very dangerous people! <laughs> I've loved the back-against-the-wall mentality that the Sooners have had at the end of seasons, fighting for their spot in the Big 12 championship game, fighting for that last final spot in the college football playoffs. But now, with that likely out of hand, this is the Sooners' national championship. The last two weeks are forgotten in a mere instant. Will we have another high-scoring barn burner like last year? I don't think so. 
This is the game that the Sooners' defense must get back in line, and there's no better time to do it than against an explosive offense like Texas. Bijan Robinson will get his 100 total yards because that's inevitable, but limiting anything else over that will be immense in the success for Oklahoma in this game. Can the Sooners win without star Dylan Gabriel? It's not an impossible task, but it is quite unlikely without an extraordinary defensive effort, but I've seen stranger things happen when it comes to Sooner magic. I'm taking the Sooners, not just because I want them to win, but because I need them to win for my mental well-being. Sooners 31, Longhorns 28. Hey, Castro go crazy. Yeah, Soup. we gone. Huh? Stop, we good. Stop. Chill, we on. Chill. Scale, huh. let's go. Let's go. Domingo, huh. let's go. Domingo. Take, huh. let's go. Huh. Set, huh. let's roll. Hey. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight, straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, don't nothing get strained but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. You don't get shit straight, you don't straighten it. In this game, sit back, be patient. Niggas act like the game went vacant. Niggas act like some been taken. What? Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Been kicking shit, popping out daily. On the island, it's a movie I'm making. I'm counting the narrows with Robert De Niro. He telling them that you're amazing. Put that shit on. Nigga, get shit on. I bought two whips and I put my bitch on. She put this wrist on. She fat the wrist said it went rich and mill prone. Turn a pandemic into a pandemic, you know that's the shit that we on yes, sir. Them niggas gon' pull up and L at the shit that's together, won't fuck with you homes Uh-uh, I don't do the fake kicking, no. there go a rocket that's taking it Ooh. It's a problem with few, then we straightening it Straight. Swap out the cap with a demon in it, upgrade the band up with fiends in it Ooh. I got some shooters you seen with me, we're running shit back, I just seen tenant Whoa. We gonna get straight, straightening, straightening, straightening Yeah, straightening, straightening, straightening Yeah. Don't not get straightened, but straightened. 
going on out there, you know what I mean? We scrape.